Let the great experiment begin! Do it. Those greedy, weasley bastards. Some guy feed them hogs. Hello. General Kenobi. Colorado, Charles. You ever listen to that Pink Floyd? <laughs> they got some good stuff. I used to hate them, but as an adult, it's like, oh boy. Yeah. They've grown on me. Yeah. I remember sorting my stepsister's CDs. She's like 10 years older than me when I was like eight. And I looked at it and she had that double disc of the wall, and I was like, this shit's garbage, man. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? <laughs> man. Although Roger Waters recently has had some interesting takes. <laughs> I haven't seen what he's had to say, but I imagine he has put out um, something that is a very strong message. Oh, I I don't I haven't seen anything recently, but over the last few years he's said some stuff. Oh well, I yeah, it's no doubt where he stands. That even at me yeah. was like, Jesus Christ, Roger, you yeah. gotta kinda take it easy there. Well, didn't he get in trouble in Germany because they have, like, I mean, say what you will about America, but the free speech thing here is much better than oh, other yeah. countries. Oh, yeah, 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 They have some sort of, um, especially when it comes to this sort of thing, because The Wall, the film The Wall, like, deals with, like, a fascist dictatorship. And it reflects, it's not Nazi Germany, but that's what it reflects sure. in the film. So his concert, where he does The Wall concert, has a lot of imagery. Imagery. And so the Germans, like, they ended up charging him with, like, indecency or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To... Their indecency laws are crazy. Yeah, so... Um... Well, and if any country is going <laughs> to kind of yeah, I think swing the sensitive. pendulum the other yeah, way. I think they're a little sensitive about it there. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, anyways, but yeah. But anyways, welcome to the Clone Cast. <laughs> welcome to the Clone Cast. Uh, I'm Tom. Uh, I'm Adam. And all we do here is we're watching in chronological order the Deem Star Wars Rebel Show, and we're at the uh, the end. We've come to the end. Uh, we are on to family reunion, dot dot dot, and farewell, part one, comma part one. We're only going to do half the episode because it I, is a double episode. It is a double episode, but it's considered one continuous episode. Whereas normally that would be part one, part two. What's weird though is like this last season they've done that like. I don't know, three different times, but they've always split it into two except this one. Yeah. I Weird. don't know. Yeah, this one is the only one. I guess they wanted to give it a, a cinematic sure. uh, style exit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to cover part one today, and we're going to cut it off when Ezra meets a, a certain somebody. A certain somebody. And then we'll we'll pick it up next week. And So um, I am going to bring back a couple old segments today, which yeah. will be nice. Typically um, what we do, if you're just tuning yeah. in... We bullshit for 20 to 40 minutes, and then we get into that episode. Right on in there. We get right in there. Um, but usually we bullshit about anything and everything that's on our mind. Obviously, uh, the state of the world right now um, is something, you know, we usually talk 15, 20 minutes before we go on the air, and we've already talked about it for 15, 20 minutes. I don't want to, it's a bummer, and uh, just scrolling the timeline, it's really sad, especially with what happened at the hospital today. Yeah. Um, tragic. Um, needless to say, uh, it's just depressing. It's just depressing, and to see the messaging and the the messaging and I don't know gaslighting and just um just oh yeah just completely reactionary bullshit yeah 
just raging in any direction. Yeah, and I mean, you see one side, and I just, like the facts are the facts. Like it, the Gaza Strip has been a disaster for forever. It is. It's I, a human rights disaster. It always has. What is been. it? The UN has declared it a, a open air prison for the past. Basically, I don't know yes, how many. I think fucking that is years. actually how they describe yeah. it. Yeah, and. I mean, there's. It's very difficult to get in and out of there. There are two access points: one into Egypt and one into Israel. And Israel shut down the one into Israel a long time ago, and they bombed the shit out of the one into Egypt. So, I don't know. It kind of sounds like a prison to me. If there's walls around the rest of it, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I shouldn't have to say this, but oh, yes. and there's a no-go zone past a certain point in the water too, so they can't. The, no, you can't even swim for it at that point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I shouldn't have to say this, but I'll say this because this is apparently what you have to fucking say. Uh, Hamas is bad. Yes. Uh, what they did terrible. on the 7th was bad. Yes. Do not do that. That was terrible. terrible. It was awful. Uh, Anti-Semitism, very bad. Horrible. It's terrible. It's one of the, it is one of the most vile things that has pestered in our society the world there'd be nothing for far too long there'd be nothing greater than is it, if we could just gather up everybody in hamas and every anti-semite and just bomb the shit out of those people unfortunately corralling them seems to be a little challenging but the disaster that is the gaza strip needs to be resolved and there needs to be real thought and effort put into it immediately well they seem to be doing a pretty bang up job of doing that i know I'm just saying, the world sees it more and more. Every time this stuff flares up, people become more aware of it. And with all the communication on just Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the internet in general. Like, the last time this happened, we were t I think you know, it was like 2014 or something, was the last big flare-up. I mean, the internet was not in its infancy anymore, but the, just the lines of communication are just so wide open now with various streaming and just... And it's just, I think people are starting to wisen up to it and just be like, what is going on just here? This has to stop. <laughs> I mean, it has to stop. It does. You know, and then what we what did we just saw something come across just recently that Biden is, the administration is asking for $10 billion, uh, for Israel, Ukraine, and the um, border. I think that's... The border. And yeah. you know why they put the border in there? So they'll get every fucking Republican to sign up for it then. Yep. As if they wouldn't anyway. As, yes, as if they wouldn't anyway. But, I mean, it's just... Well, and, it, like, our approach to it, it does, like, we're very egocentric, and we want to put everything, an American spin on everything. And it, we seem to only think in terms of, like, oh, well, there's good guys and bad guys. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? And it gets a little bit muddy and more complicated in the real world. And that is a little too much to ask for a lot of the general populace. I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. It's just it's fucking depressing that the only way the Gaza Strip is getting this much attention and the just the fucking disaster that it's been and nothing has been done about it is because there's because a tragedy in Israel. Yes, it's because of this. This stuff should be recognized right away, just like the Saudis' treatment in the Yemeni civil war should be. You know, like huh huh? What's, what's going on in Yemen? Yemen? <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? Are you serious? No, I'm joking. Oh. But well, the only reason I know that is because I listen to fucking obscure political podcasts. Yeah, I know. It's just... <laughs> it hasn't been mentioned once on the fucking news. Yeah, but but 
they like we're in bed with them. Like we're in bed with them, and that's our money. Yeah, that's going over there. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I just love anytime I ask for insulin, <laughs> I have to get a speech about responsibility. And <laughs> like, what do you think this is? Yeah, Are you crazy. But then something happens overseas, and it's like, well, cut cut them a check for ten billion. Honest to God, man. And seriously, just the, it, you know, and, and Saudi Arabia normalizing relations with like Israel. It's like, uh, well, don't come to me then and be like, oh, Hamas wants to kill gay people. <laughs> you know, like, don't say that to me if if the other guys are fucking getting in bed with the Saudis. Don't I don't. The Saudis want Maybe to they're okay people. with it only if they cut them up and put them into luggage and carry them out Ugh. the Saudi way. I feel like we've sold out all of our morals so fucking long. Oh, ago. yeah. It takes nothing. It's depressing, mm-hmm. man. Just stand up for what's right. And fucking the most densely populated place on Earth being bombed. Two million. Not right. Two million people in that condensed little area. Do you know what the median age is in Gaza? They're all like kids. The median age is like 18. Yeah. It's fucking insane. I, it's just depressing. Let's move on, dude. I mean, it's and they're just... Gonna blame, well, and granted, Hamas is... Uh, they're fucking terrorists. But they all deserve to die. What? So, like... I understand them trying to point the finger and be like, well, they're hiding amongst their citizens. They're hiding amongst their citizens. That's evil. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't mean you have to bomb the citizens, guys. There are other options. There are a fucking million other options, but it seems to be the only fucking card on the table. Why is it always this, like, must react now? Yeah. Must react now. Like... I mean, it's like after 9-11, I mean, the That's, gears were moving like a day later. That was the thing that I've heard m- many people say that like, I, why did I we completely do that? agree with is if you want like Gen Zers, like if you want a glimpse of what it was like right after 9-11, this is pretty much the closest thing is just the 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 feeling we're getting from the media, like the the people in control, like how they're responding is pretty fucking similar. Yeah. Just like we need to we need to bomb something. We need to bomb someone. Doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's the people that contributed to this, doesn't matter. We just need to bomb something. And where to get us? And anybody that spoke out against it or was like, "Well, hey guys, let's I'm pissed off too, but let's let cooler heads prevail." You literally labeled like shout, anti-American. Shouted down as a fucking heretic. Yes. And I, where did it get us? Afghanistan, uh, 20 years, um, and the Taliban ended up taking back over. That seemed to work out, right? <laughs> yeah, we left them a bunch of helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> you know where that got us? That got us to the point where Joe Biden pulled out in like six fucking days. Yeah. And it was the best thing he's ever done in his presidency. And it's only gotten worse. And since that like- was a fucking disaster. Yeah. And it was still, I still look at that as a positive. He got us the fuck out. We should have been the fuck out. Yes. You know, and they've always been kicking the, you know, can down the road. Like this is the, they've always been moving the date. And finally, you know, that's the one thing I'm like, yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was, that's the right thing to do. We should have, I mean, we should have never really been there. No. Um, <laughs> no. But. Well, somebody had to. And then obviously. Somebody had to defend the pedophile poppy farmers. And that was America's job, baby. What? <laughs> no, that's like literally what we did. I don't know what you're referring to. 
the Americans, they, we needed to fund it somehow, so we defended a lot of poppy farmers that were s turning their poppies into heroin and sending it back to the U.S., which is where Purdue Pharma comes into play, and, like, that's where the heroin crisis comes from. And a lot of the, like, weird, like, rural warlords were also pedophiles. I forget the term that they use for the, the boys that they would use as sex slaves, but we would defend those guys, and there's accounts of American troops being very uncomfortable with the fact that they had to stand guard as these like weird warlord guys would like bring kids in so they could fuck them. What are you talking I'm, about? It's, right all, now? it's all, it's all online. I have no idea what you're even <laughs> talking about right now. What was this in regards to uh, Afghanistan? Maybe I am in a little deep on all of this stuff deeper than I thought I should be. on it. You were, were you listening to like true on? Is that where you were listening to this or? Probably. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking but about. But there's been or... multiple places where I've heard this type of shit. Okay. Anyways, I was just going to mention Iraq. That was a really bad thing. Um, <laughs> that too. <laughs> that was very bad. So, I don't know. This, it's all bad. I don't know. We're a Star Wars podcast. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's move on. But the crazy, um, like, the, th the crazy, the thing that makes me the, the most furious is, like, it, we talked about it before we started recording, but, like, this is the thing now, because of this tragedy that happened in Israel, now people are kind of paying attention to both sides of it and are saying, like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah. Look at all of the tragedy on both sides of this, on both sides, on both sides. And it's like, this has been happening in Gaza for fucking ever. It's been going on for years where bombs would be launched and kids would just be fucking exploded indiscriminately. And now is the only time that it's like, well, that's not good either. I know. It's I mean, it's really a racism thing, man. I mean, it's what it is. They, oh, yeah. People just, you know, like in this country, like, don't seem to have a problem turning the blind eye when Arabs die. People don't look into these things. Yeah. Like this country, as far as like, well, and you're talking about how, fuck, oh, it's all Hamas. It's Hamas. We're going after Hamas. Then why is there a bunch of bloodshed going on in the West Bank, too? Hamas is in the West Bank. I don't know what. Are you, you're yeah. asking me rhetorically. I'm asking, what's your answer? <laughs> what's your answer? And why haven't you, why haven't you talked against Hamas? <laughs> Can we move on? I don't want to talk about it anymore. I would love to move on. It's, it's just depressing, man. I don't feel good talking about it, but I felt like. I had to. Be the honest. last couple of weeks have been Yeah, and you, I haven't seen you. I can't so look. Really I'm about a it. fucking mess. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. Half my face is fucking paralyzed because I just came from the dentist. Oh, really? My fucking tooth still hurts. Oh, that's why you look weird. My wrist is fucked. He's got a wrist guard on. I'm still testing positive for COVID. It's been two fucking weeks. God, put up a spit shield, you freak. Oh, my God. But you say you've been asymptomatic for a yes. while. So I was like, well, I look at the CDC stuff. You know? I only had symptoms for like, I don't know, three days, four days, something yeah. like that. And then I was just, I felt normal, but I kept testing positive. So it'd be funny as hell if you wake up in like two days, just you're like on shivering. Door. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing. <laughs> All right. That's a good transition. Get us out of that. Yeah. Right and then I there. woke up, uh, I think it was like a week ago. I woke up. And nothing happened it, that I can remember. Nothing happened. But randomly, I woke up in my fucking wrist, my left wrist. Every time I moved my pinky, it was like there was a rubber band in my wrist that just like would snap. Whoa. 
Yeah, so like my pinky tendon is all fucked up in my wrist, and it's like every time I bend is it, bad it, hand. No, 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 no. It's the one with the you brace. Got some crazy bump here on it's that the other brace hand. on it. Well, yeah, that's my mouse hand. Oh no, I got a mouse hand. But no, it's this one. So I got a a brace, thankfully, <laughs> that keeps my pinky straight. God, when and you're then I smiling, a cracked tooth. Crack tooth today. Smiling. So I had a crown put in, but while they were waiting for the crown to like set or cure in the machine, they put in a filling on the other side. So I had Novocaine on both sides of my mouth. <laughs> 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 what a fucking mess. We'll split the cab. <laughs> we, share. we share. We share. When you're smiling. <laughs> You got the wristband on. You got the gear. You got the Novocaine. It's Kramer in that episode. <laughs> All I was missing was orthopedic shoes, and I definitely <laughs> would be there. Um, Should we do a segment we haven't done in a while? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, So, I mean, which one? Oh, yeah, one or two. One or two. One or two. Two? two? All right. Now, I told you that I was trying out some new double A's on my Xbox controller, and I've got a review. Now, I did joke that I was going to have ChatGPT do it and write it up. (laughs) I am proud to report that I wrote this on my own. Okay. So this is a Tom production, and I'm going to be reviewing your Rayovac Fusions for battery talk. So... And again, these are double A's? I'm using the double A's for my Xbox Series S controller. Um, So, the Rayovac Fusion line of batteries is an exciting new venture in the world of portable power. Combining modern technology with rugged old-school aesthetics, the Rayovac Fusion is the battery of choice for the modern and classic battery enthusiasts. Rugged old-school aesthetics? (laughs) Aesthetics is... They don't really have a choice. You have to have them uniform, don't you? Man, I was trying to use a lot of words and adjectives. Oh, and shit, okay. All right. I was trying to really make it sound exciting. It's it does have a more rugged aesthetic, though. Okay. I will say that. I say it looks it looks more like a '90s battery than it does a 2020s. Does battery. it have a lightning cat on it? Um, you'd have to go check. Oh, okay. You can go grab them if you no, want. Um, <laughs> um. With the performance power of a Duracell battery at half the cost, this battery is breaking the mold of what is expected from a value battery. <laughs> I should actually work for Batteries Plus and be this like their battery really does. <laughs> this does sound like Jack ChatGPT wrote this thing. I swear I wrote it. <laughs> the Rayovac Fusion AA line features a strong 1.8 out of 5 star rating based on 5 ratings on the official Rayovac website. So you know that you're dealing with a company that is as honest as the day is long. (laughs) It has 1.8 stars on their official website. That's not stopping you, though. No, hey, man, they're working fine for me. Fine and dandy. Give your wallet a break and your household devices a boost with the Rayovac Fusion Advanced Alkaline Batteries. I give them 3.5 out of 5 stars. 
God damn it. I forgot I was going to bring in something for Battery Talk, but we'll have to save it for next week. Yeah, guys. In the collectible, uh, in the Discord, in the collectibles, I mean, I know we've posted them before, but post your battery fucking holders and shit. Yeah. I know a lot. I know Cole DeZac has a mean one where he's carrying a <laughs> yeah. lot. Of, he's carrying a ton of bullets in that one, man. And by bullets, I mean Duracell double A's. Post your battery carriers in the collectible corner on the Discord. You remember the first time I brought my battery carrier in? And I the, loved it. The look of awe on <laughs> yeah. your face as I unzipped it. That's the kind of... You were like Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction <laughs> when the briefcase opened. I just saw a silver glow hit your face. <laughs> That's the kind of dumb shit when I'm like... <laughs> when you're... When you're 10 years old and you're at Target and you're just like, I fucking want that so bad. <laughs> you don't know why, but it's a, a little thing. That's just something that you would want. You're not going to use that many nine volts in your entire life, but you need five of them. And it's the kind of thing that you carry well into your 40s. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just something that, like, I know that I if I dig, I probably got some like little toolkit that's been with me since... You know, I was fucking eight. Oh, yeah. You know, glasses repair kit with the tiny screwdriver. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever fix your own glasses up? Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. You got to get those tiny tools. Did you ever want to be an ophthalmologist? No. No? No. No, thanks. I mean, they got cool battery work. I bet they got some cool batteries that they use for those lasers Oh, and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Hey. Or you want to talk about cool batteries, what about an ENT? Ear, oh. nose, and throat? They got to change those, <laughs> those hearing aid yeah. batteries. Those guys are tiny. Yeah. My mom got a hearing aid. Yeah? Yeah. Is it working out for her? Yeah, it works out for her. What kind of batteries are in it? I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her. <laughs> yeah. They got funky bat. Hearing aid batteries are I a different know. breed. Yeah. We should just buy some. You know, they come in that little, like, round thing that, you know, they're like a little round turn, turn <laughs> yeah. style thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like a weird, like, it looks like almost like a, a birth control pill yeah. like, container. Yeah. 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 It's like a, yeah. What if a, a certain, Tuesday? What if a no, certain number of those hearing aid batteries are placebos? It's <laughs> 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 a large scale test going on to un. un just completely unwitting, uh, <laughs> completely aloof senior citizens that are doing some sort of like huge scientific study on the effectiveness of hearing aids. <laughs> Turns out you don't actually have to age. It's all in your head. Yeah. 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 You're just told that you're going to age. So you do. What if as a, as, just as a lark, we were like, we're going to get these. We're going to test them out. We're going to get hearing aids. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> and then I try them on and it's like. I've never heard this well in my entire <laughs> life. That's what I'm thinking. I need to wear this 100%. Yeah, I think I had too many nights where I would just blare Layla into my headset <laughs> at full volume and then, like, get drunk by myself and cry as the <laughs> piano portion plays. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. Um, but, yeah, it was battery talk. I love that segment. You know, but the nice thing about splitting this up into two weeks here. We get we can, can bring back one some more other time. ones. Um, yeah. we might, you know, if you got battery talk, maybe we bring it back next week. There's a there's some other talks that haven't been done in many moons that we'll sure. have to bring back next week. Now, one thing though that I did want to get into because one of our favorite segments is checking in with letters to Santa. But we're gonna be on break. Yeah. So what the hell do we do? We're gonna miss the holidays. I tell you what, we do it a little early. The Clonecast presents Letters to Santa. It is a great song. Oh, it does get me in the mood. It does. 
let's just let's let it run again. And the clone cast presents letters to Santa. It's all a target already. Yeah. I mean, after Halloween, it's fucking it's all. Halloween is relegated to a fucking corner the entire time, and Christmas starts encroaching on it every yeah. year at Menards. I want to tell you, I'm one of the bravest people in the world. You know why? Why is that? Because I quit eating Reese's Pieces during pumpkin season. <laughs> I Wait, you stopped eating Reese's Pieces, or you stopped eating the Reese's the, pumpkins? That's what it is. I get the I get the I get the hip the hey, you know the peanut butter cups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just call them pieces. I don't eat the pieces, the little M&M things. Oh, I love the Reese's Pieces. They're good, but if I'm going to eat that, I'm eating M&M's. Have you had a peanut butter M&M? Yeah, they're fine. You're a fucking moron. No, 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 no. What the, the right way to do it is you get, you get a pack of Reese's Pieces and a pack of M&M's, and you just pour them into a big bowl. Oh. You big plain you chocolate that, M&M guy? Strap that on me like a feed bag. You a plain chocolate M&M guy? They're fine. They're I fine? Per- I prefer the peanut. How many of those little snack-sized ones did I eat that At one night? At least eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you were taking them like Tic Tacs. <laughs> just like ripping it off and just down the head. Three months later, I had put on 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we check in with uh, some letters to Santa? Mm-hmm. He's going to get these ones early. So these kids, they're prudent. Yeah. They're prudent kids. So. All right. One, two, or three. Uh, let's go with one. One. Dear Santa. I'm writing to you in hopes of a Christmas miracle. Last year, a mean man, he claimed to not be a Sith, but we knew better, attacked me and damaged my vision permanently. Despite this, I have been making the most of a bad situation, and much of my time completely free of any vision impairment at all. A giant moose thing taught me this, so I don't know. Anyways, however, there are still times where a well-meaning friend forgets about me, and I am left directly in front of a wall for hours on end. That's sad. Needless to say, this roller coaster has been frustrating, and I was hoping you could work your St. Nick magic for me and bring back my vision. It would mean so much to me if you could... Wait, hold on. Yes! It is returning! I think it's returning! Yes! I can see my hot wife! <laughs> oh, she is so hot! What a sight! She is so hot! Wait, wait, why is it getting so hot? Dot, dot, dot. Sincerely, K. Jarrus. <laughs> Kane and Jarrus check out. Yeah. His last act was saving everyone and writing a letter to Santa. I just have that impression of him on top of that refinery, just rapidly scrawling as he's holding back the flames. <laughs> <laughs> he does it all. Yeah. Jedi Knight, Kane and Jarrus. Okay, uh, two or three? Uh, two. <laughs> okay, this is the best one. <laughs> Dear Santa, I have been waiting patiently for my goo to spread, and the hour is finally upon us. If you could be of assistance to bring about the Lothalian sexual revolution, I would be much obliged. The bells of freedom are sounding, and the next generation of Lothalian leaders must come to bear. Santa, please scoop my brain goo and compound it into a Febreze-like mist. Spray it upon the wheat of Lothal and wait for the pounding of the drums in the distance. Spread your seed. Spread your love. Spread life. Sincerely, a bull. <laughs> you know, imagine if I could put my creative talents to literally anything that anything ever made me else. a dollar. <laughs> you would own your own fucking agency at this point. 
I'm such a loser, man. <laughs> I'm just a guy who just he just never could quite figure out what to do with his talents. <laughs> hey, man. I got clone Castanovas, baby. Yep. They're great. Well, I guess we got one more left. This is number three. Let me get my music rebound here. I don't like it when it runs out. Oh, it's fun. I love this song. <laughs> it's the Raycon of singers rip. Okay. Dear Santa, where am I? I fucked around and communed with some space whales, and now I am so lost. Seriously, how does a mammal even survive in space, much less traverse it at the speed of light? What the hell is going on here? Ooh, look, little turtle guy. These little guys, they're going to be my friends. Anyways, if you could get me home, that would be great. Thanks. E. Bridger, little Ezra. I didn't like that one very much. Santa came through with that one. After the last episode yeah. of Ahsoka. Except for it was like a prisoner transfer. <laughs> it was weird. It's like a prisoner exchange. Okay, you've done your decade. I'll do mine now. Um, anyways. So that's your letters to Santa. I'm glad we were able to do letters to Santa. I quite enjoy this segment. Yes. It I brings forgot, out I, the best. Maybe I'll bring your Christmas gift next next week. Yeah. Because we're going to miss that, too. We might have to do some New Year's resolutions next week, too. Oh, boy. I wonder if Anakin killed anybody this year. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling he's gonna be he's gonna be resolving to not do that again. I think we're two years fail now on that. <sighs> yeah. All right. Um, should we do Sega Bass fishing quick? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Enjoy your fishing. Get a new tournament passport. It's the Sega Bass Fishing sound effect of the week. Little news. I did go Sega Bass fishing. Oh, you did? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, come on. <laughs> One of these days. No, but... Maybe during the break. Yep. So we got two this week. Um, if there's any left over, remind me before next week and we'll get to them. But I think these are the last two. Um, so uh, we got Gary M.N. Bonds and Mo, my stardust. Now, Gary M.N. Bonds, if you haven't heard, runs a place called Irma's Finland House. You go to irmasfinlandhouse.com. They got anything that you'll ever need. They got food there? Well, they got like Could you survive solely? Could you survive solely off Irmasfinlandhouse.com? I'm sure. I mean, those honey candies, that, that'll keep you kicking for at least a week. And I think they'll send you a bottle of water. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. yeah. You could survive solely off the clone cast diet at Irmasfinlandhouse.com. You can get all the Swedish candy or Finnish. Finnish, Swedish? Well, it, it is Finland house, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's Finnish. Tom's been dipping back into the edibles. <laughs> I'm ripped. Uh, it's the only escape I have. <laughs> I couldn't take any vacation days the next few weeks, and I'm just really struggling to get through these five-day workouts. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Anyways, yeah, so it's Finnish. Finish. <laughs> Finland House. <laughs> this show sucks. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, use a promo code Clonecast. Get you can survive completely off the Clonecast like slash a, Finland House that's, diet. That's very reminiscent of. Do you remember when we were talking about Freddie Prince Jr. and you're like, oh yeah, wasn't his dad? Wasn't his dad I Tony forgot. Orlando? His dad was Tony Orlando, and I was like, no, I think his dad was Freddie Prince Senior. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wanted him to be Tony Orlando's son. 
So take a letter, Maria. <laughs> da, 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 da. You, ever, you like that song? I love that song. Yeah. Do you like the horns? Tie a ribbon around that old oak tree? Yeah. Why, why would I say that? I don't know. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I think I'm gone, man. Like, I'm a fucking space cadet now, dude. I think it's it's all just it's all just shit post and being depressed about world events now for me. That's it. Uh, it could be worse. Yeah, it could. Um, oh, yeah, Sega Bass Fishing, right? Yep. I don't even know how we got on that. Okay, so let's check in with the uh, the bondsman at Irma's Finland house, not to be confused with Irma's Swedish house. <laughs> <laughs> this is number 102. Grandmaster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Je- Grandmaster Yoda. Yoda. Grandmaster. Yeah. Grandmaster. St. Barnabas. Um, Now Barney didn't hit. Um, Okay, but we also have another one from Mo. This is 176. Your bass fishing technique is great. (laughs) Your bass fishing technique is great. 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 Grandmaster. Your bass fishing technique is great. That guy's articulation is next level. Yeah. Man. He's a fun one. <laughs> I live. That's a good Your bass that's... fishing technique oh. is great. We're that, no, we're gonna have to do next week. We're gonna have to pick the Sega bass fishing sound effect of the Rebels season. Yes. We're gonna have a we'll have a showdown of some kind. I'll figure out something that, one's that we top can do. Tier. That's really strong. I'm impressed. So that's some good ones there. Um if we haven't gotten to your number yet, and you know, we um um, you had posted in the Discord, and I said I would get to it, and I didn't get to it. I missed it. I apologize. Just let me know, and we'll do it next week. Um, it's a good thing we got another week. So, uh, should we get to the time warp? Yes. All right, let's do it. bread. Okay, so a family reunion and farewell, season four, episode fifteen. The final episode of Rebels aired on March 5th, 2018. It's still Drake, um, and it's still uh, Black Panther. Drake is the number one. God's Plan is still the number one song, and Black Panther is still the number one movie in America. So that is how we finish Rebels with our time warps. Be interesting with Resistance. A little bit, we're continuing to inch closer to current day. Modern day. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but. Um, so, uh, we're going to do a clone cast recommends. I don't know, Adam, you had two songs. Yeah, so I'll go first with my, with the first one and it just is aiding in. Cause I think I, t- I, I had mentioned in the previous episode, I went to the Peter Gabriel concert Oh, and yes. I think that's where my COVID came from oh. because there was a ton of people there and I don't know, that's, I probably picked it up there, but, uh, I don't know when's the last time you've listened to Peter Gabriel. But he's released like some new, newer singles, newer albums. How was the crowd? It was an interesting mix. It was younger than I thought it was going to be, but there were a lot of older dudes that had to be on either mushrooms or acid because they <laughs> looked a little strung out. Really? Yeah. Was it how many people were there? I don't know. They closed off the upper deck, but okay. the lower deck and the. I don't know, the club. mid-tier or the club level seemed pretty full. But there was some... It was definitely wasn't sold out. Yeah. Um, but... 10,000, maybe? Yeah, so probably yeah. something like that. Um, but I was going to say, so so 
we love certain Peter Gabriel songs. Yeah. His more recent stuff is very, like, cerebral and very kind of, like, it sets a certain tone. And that's why I wanted you to play this song. Did, did he play Biko? So he did. He, that was his final encore. Really? He did two encores. Biko was the final one. Yes. All right. That was great. Yeah. Biko wails, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you want me to play this one? Yeah. So this is one of his newer singles. This is Love Can Heal. Oh, I can already tell what he's doing here. And between every song, he would give some kind of monologue about the world and imagining the world before people and no life. And then a single meteor hitting, carrying a single-celled organism. And that would evolve and permeate. And there was a whole fucking light presentation. And, like, it was all this kind of... You would have dug it, man. I would have been out of my mind. Can you fast forward this just a little bit? How far? It's like fast forward 30 seconds. I just want you to get the like sense okay, of so like certain songs. He's doing songs. like the, uh, the Enya style meditation production. Yeah. Here. But then also like adding to it with like. He'll eventually come in with his a- story. Yeah. And there's a lot of like a projector playing like a an image of is this like going to the planetarium it was it literally was like (laughs) the projector was projecting like a full moon that was like slowly turning into a crescent and then like a half and then like so i'm saying this because imagine this song going from beginning to end and you can fade it out whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm fading it. You want it faded just or you fade it out or fade it to nothing. All right. It's fading. And then a song like that plays, fades out, and then it's him at a piano starting to talk about the world. And then some drunk guy in the club level just yells at the top of his lungs. <laughs> Play Sledgehammer! <laughs> did he did he know did he definitely it was, hear it? He definitely heard it. <laughs> Cause like he was talking at the moment he said that. He was talking about how, like, there are some people in the world who are good and some that are less smart than others. And then that guy yelled that and he was like, and that person just made my point for me. <laughs> he, like, said some, sort of some weird way that he, like, linked it back to the drunk guy. <laughs> Did he play Sledgehammer for him? Not at that moment, okay. but when he launched into Sledgehammer eventually... Oh, it was a fucking catapult. Was my basis there? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that guy rules. And it wasn't like I, it, thanks to you, I knew because when he introduced the bassist, yeah. the crowd went fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> it was like innocuous, some innocuous name. I had no fucking yeah. idea Did who he was. Did they do any of the cool stuff with like the treadmills or anything or no? Oh, uh, no. It was just pretty straightforward. Did the bassist ever get doing like some skips or anything? Uh, they were moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were moving. 
right. You should have came. I don't remember what I was. I had dude, the twins. I had I know. twins and that worked out great. I'm just I'm I'm fine with it. It's fine. Um what do you want to say about your other song? Or do My you other want- song, well, why don't you go and then I'll do mine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just pulled this one out of my ass. I was playing a rocket uh, league with the Athorian man, and I had it on in the background the other day. And the Athorian man's like, I love that song. I was like, yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? So uh, I haven't, I used to listen to this song a lot. Um, it used to be, uh, it was an, an Air, no, it was an iMac. It was an Air Mac. I don't know. Which one's the one, the iPad Air? What's the Mac Air? Yeah. Airbook. It was an Airbook commercial. That's oh, what I sure. I don't. I don't buy Mac for my. They PC. used to have great songs. Yeah. Um. This is Yale Naim with New Soul. Yeah. It's a great. It's a great song. song. Yeah. That, that. I'm a new soul. Remember that commercial? Oh, absolutely. I miss being 22. There was a window between like 2008 and 2012 where every song they picked was a banger. Oh my god. You had one, two, three, four by Feist. Next week, next week, I'm going to play one that gonna be a Rilo is Kylie in, that, in that era. It's going to be Rilo Kylie. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I already know what it is. Anyways, I love this song. It's a great song. The one song that would have fit right in but got big on its own, though, with this kind of uh, movement, Nora Jones. Um, what the fuck my name Well, she was already in, like, a Don't big know star. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the vibe, man. And eventually, like, Nora Jones hit it big with that, but then, like, all these other types of artists got put into Apple commercials. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> I love this song. It's a great song. Also, the OC. You're in Apple commercials or the OC, and you were really more talented than you ever got credit for. Yep. You should have been way bigger, Yale Naive. But you guys very good. So, yeah, that's New Soul. Uh, The other song I almost picked was also an Apple commercial, so I guess I'll save that one for next week. Our friend uh, Ryan Limbang would like it. Ah. He would like it. He's a big fan. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, New Soul. Okay, for my official Clonecast recommends, uh, the reason why I picked this song, I had never heard this. I had never heard of this band. Have you heard of the Alessi Brothers? Okay, this song is very yacht rocky. And the reason why it got brought to my attention, the new season of Our Flag Means Death ah. is airing. And it is. You know how everybody, when Ted Lasso came out, everybody lost their fucking minds? Yeah. And they were like, this is what the world needs right now. That's all horse shit. What they're talking about is our flag means death. Because okay. it's nothing but positivity. And it's a great show. You need to watch it. It's a fantastic show. And this was in the end credits of the last episode. So I, I had to pick it. It's what very season good. are they on? Two. And they're coming out right now? Yeah. How many more episodes are there? I think three. Three left? Three or four. See, this is what happens succession. Now I want to catch I up. I know. Okay. This sounds like Flight of the Concords. <laughs> oh, 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 turn it up. This is the Alessi Brothers? The Alessi Brothers. Are they from New Zealand? West Hampstead, New York. Oh. I was way off. Ooh. Even 
<laughs> oh! Oh, it's a hip mover. <laughs> you just do the shoulder wag. Oh, it's a good one. Whoa! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're doing the Loudon Wainwright the third. They're twins. They're twin brothers. Oh, they are. They continue to surprise two minutes into the song. It's a great song. So add it into your mix. It'll pop up on random and you'll be obsessed with it. It's a good one. The Alessi Brothers. Alessi Brothers. Alessi Brothers. How's that spelled? A-L-E-S-S-I. And then what song was that again? Seabird. Seabird. Yeah. I love a good seabird. You got to watch. You you would love that show. Seabird take the seaplane, I say. Ah, <laughs> uh, simpler times, man. I missed seaplane days. The world was a much simpler place back then. I forced you to watch the first episode. There's that one line that really cracked you up. Which one? You're like, yeah, my mother taught me how to quilt when I was younger. <laughs> Marilla <laughs> goes, and now you're a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> I love Reese Darby, dude. He's one of the greatest comedic so actors ever. He is so fucking funny. So underrated, man. <laughs> yeah. He's literally one of the greatest comedic actors of all time. He is He's all awesome. Like, you have to watch that show. Does he ever show up in uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Uh, so far, no, I don't think so. But I've only seen like the first three the seasons. He I could be. See, yeah, the movie has Jermaine in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to watch Play of the Concords. That's what I got to watch. Show's great. Does Jermaine show up in uh, Our Flag Means Death? So far, no. Oh. Or wait. How about Brit? Maybe. Brit? Present? Is no, Brit no Brett. No Brett. <laughs> Is he present? <laughs> All right. Band meeting. <laughs> oh, God, I love Murray, dude. Oh, one of the greats. I love Reese Darby, You will dude. be obsessed with his character in Is Our Flag Means Death. Is Reese Darby at Twin Cities Con? Oh, God, I No, nah, I think we would have noticed. Yeah. Damn, we need to get Reese Darby in town. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Uh, should we get into the episode? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. So, Family Reunion and Farewell, Part 1. So um, we start with Ezra. He's just sitting in the ghost um, in the turret section, the little bubble on the top. The very beginning, it is a cool like flyover, like vertically looking at the the terrain of Lethal. And it's very like reminiscent of Jeddah, the way that that's introduced in uh, Rogue One. Ah, yes. Yes. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of conch. Yeah, conch, great, wheat. Great conch shots. Conch and wheat. Uh, no sighting of Aqualush Bull. We're going to have to get a full. We need like a. Um, oh, he knows where he is. Yeah, we need like a David Attenborough uh, narration to the search <laughs> for Aqualush Bull on Lethal. That'd be great. Yeah. It? Um, so 
Um, Ezra is looking at a photo of his parents, and he's talking to it. Um, it, it is like he's looking at his like <clears throat> iPhone pics. Yeah, it's a it's like a hollow yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just talking to his parents. Uh, he's saying things like, "My new family helped me to understand your sacrifices. I wish you could meet them." Everything I have done began with you. And Hera walks up as this is going on, and she puts her hand on her stomach. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Shout out to Lynn. Who oh, I, I believe Lynn man. posted that recently, and then I was like, oh, wow, she does. So um, she's listening to Ezra talk, and she puts her hand on her stomach. As we all know, she's pregnant. Well, we didn't know it yet at this point, but... Spoilers. Spoilers, yeah, for part two. Um, but yeah, so that was a very interesting thing that Lynn had pointed out. Um, we see Price. She's being escorted by Callus and uh, everybody's favorite uh, turncoat slash not turncoat, Ryder Azadi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's being really critical of Callus's choices, kind of, you know, you had a career in front of you, this and that, and Callus just doesn't care. But she's defiant to the end. She that is, it's to... like, it is like if you ever talk to somebody, like once you leave a toxic work environment and then you go and meet somebody for happy hour and like someone who still works there is there, yeah. it is like that dynamic where they're like, oh, well, look at you. Aren't you, aren't you happy? Like, and it's like, yeah, you should get the fuck out too, you yeah. fucking psycho. Price's dedication to the Empire is insane. <laughs> yeah. She could have saved her ass so many times by now. And then right to the end, when we get to part two, the end of the episode, I mean, it's just bonkers. And still, instead, she just seals her fate by, yeah. like, fucking up over and over again. Yes. And then I want to blow up in this mushroom thing. Yeah. In this mushroom dome. Um, but that's part two. But it's just, yeah. But her dedication is absolutely nuts. Um so she's like, I'm not going to help you guys, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly the Loth Wolf is brought in to goad her into helping. Those um, things have proven to come in very handy. Yeah, she definitely has like a Loth Wolf phobia. Um, she has wolf phobia of some kind. Um, she freaks like the terror in her face when she sees these wolves. Oh, yeah. She is not a fan. Well, she did see them just rip apart her, her troops in yeah. the last episode. I so. like how they ripped them apart and threw them from like a thousand <laughs> feet. <to> the <laughs> I think I'd rather be thrown over than yeah. be ripped to bits. Those were the lucky storm troopers. Yeah. Um, so um, we get to our next clip now. They're going to be heading off, and they're going to do, like, a, a mission that seems kind of stupid to me, honestly. I <laughs> I don't know. Like, momentum is on their side here. I, I just... They I can't know. all be winners. It's, it's not a really detailed plan. It's just kind of like, we're going to sneak in for half a second, and then we're going to reveal ourselves. But anyways, so they got Price with them. Um, and they're all taken off. They're taken off in two of those police uh, transports. The Coruscant police. The, the Coruscant the police Coruscant transports. Cop cars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're taking two of those, and they're going in disguise as being Imperials. And Price is going to be playing along um, for this. So um, it is going to bring us to our next clip. We're going to get a quick uh, little Rex and Gregor interaction. Um, and then we are going to get some Ezra and Sabine stuff. And then finally, Price is going to make sure they get cleared to land. So let's take a listen. I don't 
know about this plan, Rex? In my experience, when it comes to Jedi, the worse the plan, the better the result. That's a bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you okay? I know I can always count. They're dressed as scout troopers. All right, what are you up to? I think that comes back in a second. We're coming up on the capital. Better get I, can ready. I know I can always count. Copy. Yeah. Head for Platform Zero Delta. The command center? You're going to attempt to launch the dome. Your plan is worse than I thought. Mmm, bolder. You mean bolder than you thought. More creative than you thought. Now, about those landing codes. And remember, I'll know if they're correct. Gladly. The sooner we land, the sooner you will be my prisoners. Executive code 627. 311. Codes authorized, Governor. You're clear to land. Security will take the prisoners on the platform. He's got the big-ass helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the good hood. <laughs> now, I honestly, what is Price's motivation to cooperate here? I, just, they, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll kill you? They they're not going to kill her. The Lothwolf is nowhere to be found right now. Yeah. Those Lothwolves are back hanging out at the base. Yeah. What is she doing? A time and again. She's just a fuck-up. Yeah. So she's just going to let them land because they have a gun to her. A gun that she's never shown... That they've never shown they will actually use on her. Yeah. You know? I... I don't know. They're all carrot, no stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, but yeah, so... Um, they... they Callus is dressed and he's walking directly behind um, Price and he's got his gun to her back. Um, Zeb is, appears to be in custody. Um, Hera appears to be in custody. Um, we have, uh, Sabine and Ezra dressed as scout troopers, and they're going to approach the stormtroopers leading these prisoners in. They love that outfit. They really do. By now you would think, oh, we saw the 5-5 five, five scout trooper again. It's probably that Jedi kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, he's like the only one. And he's always walking with that one that has tits. Yeah. So <laughs> I think something might be up. Something going on here. <laughs> but so they walk up to these stormtroopers that are greeting them. And then Zeb just easily busts loose, knocks over some stormtroopers. And the jig is up right then. Like right then, then... All of a sudden, they all go balls to the wall attacking. It's, yeah, they barely needed to do any of this. It was, yeah, like they literally walked 10 feet. The plan would have worked out better if they would have just like gone into read the, the Coruscant squad car across the platform yes. and get closer to the door. Yes. They could have landed closer or something even then. Like, just yeah, do a bad park job. Do a bad park job and almost clip the fucking thing. Yeah, and then just like, do oh, a mad bad. rush. And, and then just do a bull rush. Yeah. Or, I don't know, go in with them to the command center. You know? Get past the blast door. Yeah. Or, how about this? Let Zeb have his fun and knock out and kill all those stormtroopers. You corral everything and get it under control. Yeah. Then you escort them. I don't know. Well, Rex did say the worse the plan, the yeah. better the outcome. But... Yeah, so they just kill everything and bull rush it. Um, it's it seems to work. Zeb goes full beast mode. Uh, Sabine, Ketsu, and Zeb they 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 run for these doors that are closing, these blast doors, and Zeb just jumps in and he holds them open. Zeb's feet to the rescue <laughs> again. <laughs> Zeb's feet got a hell of a grip for a base. 
Like, that's one of the reasons he can pull this hold off is because he's got such a good base on his feet. Yeah. He's got a locked he in. He's sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like eight feet tall, but he's got the lowest center of gravity of all time. <laughs> you can't knock this guy over. He'd make a hell of an offensive lineman. Him Man. and Melch, they both have equal, <laughs> equal center of gravity. Melch is incredible, by the way. We'll get to Melch in a second. Um, uh, yeah, but so they get in, and uh, Ketsu then hacks the door and gets it back open. Um, so they've taken out all the stormtroopers. They're into the main doors to get to the control center. Um, and then... Hondo's like, stand there. And he's telling Zeb to stand like in position. He's like, yep, right there. And then he's like, okay, Melch. And I don't know if this was part of the plan. And it just shows how dumb Imperials are because it's just, they, he, Melch runs in on Hondo's command and Zeb just kind of gives him a hit and throws <laughs> him in the air. He alley-oops him. He alley-oops him. And Melch just lands directly on the windows of the control room. Like the bay windows. And they every single Imperial in that fucking room takes out their pistols or their whatever, their blasters, and starts shooting at the glass. Imperials hate Ugnaughts. Yeah, just get this thing. He's, he poses zero threat. And they all are distracted and shooting it. It's it's insane. Well, I, this is like I've wondered: is this part of the plan, or is this Hondo just being like, "This will work. Yeah, this will work. Let's throw the pi- oh yeah." And Hondo does go. See, they do fly. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. It and again, like there was that shot of all of them running towards the door. Yeah. And it was like, well, look at this fucking crew. They really like went all out to try to get every like weird. B squad member of the Phoenix squad Ketsu? into this episode. Yeah. 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 Ketsu, we hardly knew ye. Yeah. That was one character where they're like, they had all this potential backstory and they just didn't. I don't know if they maybe did comics with it or and something, even, but it's just nothing. Even in this, even in this, there's like, she says two fucking words. Yeah. They don't even do anything with her in this episode. Yeah. And the, the lines she gets are always like, huh? You know, yeah. like it's, it's always like a, huh? Here's my quick witty remark. Yep. You know, like, I could use a little more room or something, you know? It's yeah. just like nothing. There's nothing to the character. She's a pretty cool bounty hunter. There's tons cool. of potential, yeah. They didn't do shit with it. She even has her own ship. Anyways, um, but yeah, so they chuck Melch, who draws the Imperials' attention. Just I, It's literally like a moth to flames. They see an Ugnaught. <laughs> they see an Ugnaught on the windshield, and they just can't just help open themselves. Open fire. They are just zoned in on it. Um, and then, so while they got the Melch's got their attention, they just barge into the control center um, and just take everybody out, knock them out, whatever. But Price is still confident. She's like talking shit still. She's just, talking shit the entire time. Yeah, she is nuts, man. She has not quit on her imperial bullshit, man. She is the most fucking propagandized, just, just cannot be, <laughs> just cannot be saved. Like, do you think like years of intensive therapy? could get her head back into oh, no. a normal position. No, she's she's far gone. She's lost in the sauce oh, by this man. point. Yeah, seriously. She is all in on the Empire. Um, but yeah, so she talks shit. But um, the Rebels then make a decision to execute the Imperial Evacuation Order. And then they're going to fire the dome into the air. <laughs> and I guess just it keeps going and yeah. they blow it up at a certain point. I don't know. I mean... 
Was the plan to blow it up the whole time? I don't know. It's unclear. Because <laughs> you're because when maybe as we find just, out later, maybe you they, can't have it blow up over the city. So are they just going to shoot it into space? Wouldn't the Imperials just bring it was, back down? There was one time as a kid, Ezra, at his birthday party, released a balloon into the air. And that's where he got this idea. <laughs> as an eight-year-old. <laughs> like, are you going to have it break atmosphere and then blow it up? Maybe that's the plan. Maybe. But there's like a huge blockade up there. Ezra still doesn't have object permanence. <laughs> It's just as soon as it's out of sight, he's like, there it is. It doesn't exist anymore. That's so great. I just, I don't understand the plan, man. Do you remember when you were a kid and the first time someone let a helium balloon go into the sky and you just lost your fucking mind? I remember watching it and being like, when does it stop? Where does it go? Does it go to space? Ezra had just watched Up for the first time. <laughs> the wind will take it. The wind will take it and then we'll blow it up over the wheat. I don't know. I, I just don't understand because they very clearly you can't blow it up directly over the city. I, I and it, at a certain altitude, would it not? Ma I don't know. I'm not a physics guy. Yeah. But I Maybe just, they just don't think see. like they just launch it into the vacuum of space and out of yeah, sight. But out then, of like, then I'm like, OK, well, maybe they'll fly the ghost up there and blow it up with the ghost or something. But. Oh, man, that'd be a lot of war crimes. Um, just just trapped in this mushroom dome. <laughs> they got nowhere to go. Just blow them up. It just oh, takes man. care of itself. <laughs> Jeez. But, um, no, what was I thinking? What's the plan, though? Like, you can't, I don't even think you could get the ghost up there to accomplish that because they've got all those star destroyers blocking off the planet up there. So, Where's it going? I don't get it. Were they going to just blow it up over the city anyways at a certain point? Maybe he just thinks he'll get lucky and it'll fly directly into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Ezra has my science brain. Like, <laughs> I'm still like, why don't we just shoot trash into the sun? I've thought that at least once a week of my entire life. They always, men think about the Roman Empire once a week. No, we don't. No, we... I think about shooting trash into the sun. You just burn it up. That gravitational pull, you just got to launch it in the general direction. It'll yeah. get sucked right in. Why is this stuff in our oceans? Just shoot it at the sun. Yeah. It's going to disintegrate. Come on. nothingness. Come on, Elon. Yeah. Like, this is the shit you should be working yeah. on. Someone tell me. I'm sure they'll be like, you can't cause that type of solar flare or something. Can you imagine just a thousand Febreze <laughs> getting shot into the the massive, the a solar flare that the amount, hits the the, earth. Um, the amount of energy it would take to launch every expired D battery <laughs> into the sun, <laughs> and the thing just supernovas immediately. <laughs> it goes red dwarf. It just swallows everything. <laughs> that would rule, man. Rock. 
Oh, man. Uh, Every Nokia cell phone is still intact on the surface of the sun. Oh, I was thinking of like a Febreze solar flare that like gets really close to the earth. <laughs> and it just smells great for like a week. <laughs> But it was also cost like we lost we lose all of our crops. <laughs> we lose all of our crops and everyone yeah. has mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> we all die within two months, but damn it smells that great. one week. It smells so great. There's still guys online posting like they report on some celebrity that has died from the fucking solar flare and like was he vaccinated? <laughs> They're still going on about it. <laughs> That is, there is a, when I was living in Chicago, there is a weird, like, chocolate factory in this weird, like, industrial area of Chicago. Yeah. And every once in a while, like, the wind would hit it right, and, like, this entire area where my work was smelled like chocolate. (laughs) Oh. It was eerie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you ever get, like, a part of the city where you just know there's a funky smell every time? I, I grew, well, you grew up, up next in, to yeah. South St. Paul. Yeah, yes. That's always a Absolutely. funky smell. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but by my weed shop over off Hennepin, every single time I'm at the Hennepin Central stoplight, it smells like ass, man. <laughs> there's something about that, that corner there that just stinks. Like, I don't know if they don't have the sewer properly covered or something. But it fucking reeks every single time. Yeah. Yeah. South St. Paul, the entire city was once a slaughter yard. Yeah. That's where all the meat Isn't came from. like a from. leather tanning factory or something, too? There's a slaughter yard. There's a leather tanning factory. And then there's a sewer treatment plant. Yeah. Like, all in one row on, along the Mississippi. There's also a warehouse where they make all the McDonald's buns for, like, Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. yeah my buddy had yeah. uh, the... He did the varmint service there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've been playing a ton of Red Dead, man. I love taking out the varmint rifle. I've been I've been seeing cl- uh, like every once in a while on TikTok, I'll get like a Red Dead compilation that pops up, and it makes me be like, "Oh fuck, I got to replay that." Soon. Dude, I mean, this time through, man, I just appreciate it way more. It's the greatest game. I did a mission. I don't even think I found this mission last time, and it's just it was like a whole cutscene, and it turned into a whole thing. Now there's this like, I got, I think it's a new Hanover, and there's this like house. And it's kind of disheveled, but there's somebody living there. And there's this big fat guy sitting out on the porch. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. He invites in the, like, oh, him and yeah. his wife keep insisting. And you get, like, the idea that they want you to be their Aqualush bull, <laughs> yep. basically. But what they do is they fucking they get you really drunk. And then you they you pass out. You wake up. And all your money's gone and shit. Yeah. Um, so I ran back to the house. And I shot them both. <laughs> <laughs> I ran right in. You know, when you run through a door hard in Red Dead. And oh, like, yeah. You put your boom. shoulder yeah, into it. Yeah, you put your yeah. shoulder to it. I ran in with my double barrel shotgun, and that lady was just doing dishes. <laughs> and it was over. <laughs> she didn't even have time to react before Arthur just went to town. Did you ever, did you find the, like, witch's tent? The witch's tent. Have you tent. gotten up there? It's like in that, like, weird northern area, like, by, I think, where the asteroid, like, house is. Okay. Or the meteorite that hit the house. And I the think big, like, I saw impact. that with John when I was exploring uh, okay. with John. But there's like a weird tent that you come across or a weird hut. And there's a huge like brew. Like there's a big like cauldron. And it's like bubbling with like a stew. And you can walk up to it and it gives you the, the prompt to like drink it. Oh. And if you drink it, things start to go fuzzy and blurry. And then like it goes black. And then you wake up in a like completely different area. 
Do you are they missing anything? I don't remember. I wonder what they do to you. So you got to watch out for that witch's brew. <laughs> oh, that's the kind of experience that when I see it, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. Like, the thing with that couple is I could have easily just been like, this is weird. Like, this is weird. They're going to rob me or something. But I was just like, I just want to see what this is. Because it was like, this game is so beautiful and deep that you just go through the world. And there's, like, storyline prompts that you could just completely miss. There's another side mission where, like, you come across, they're, like, two prisoners on a chain gang like type situation like they're yeah. chained together you see that every time you see that now you see that multiple times right the but th- this is two dudes yeah. and it's a, a black guy and a white guy but the black guy's name is mr white and the white guy's name is mr black and they're asking you for help and so if you shoot their chains off they give you a tip on like where to find something and then you like find you get that bad guy points for that or good guy i think good guy but then like eventually you come across them like two or three more times and, like, each time they drop a little nugget kind of about their, like, relationship where it seems like, oh, these guys must be really close friends. And then eventually it works its way into you find out, like, they're lovers and they retire to this, like, treehouse together. It's beautiful. Really? Yeah. Does it show, like, a cutscene and everything? Well, it just shows that it doesn't, like, explicitly say it, but, oh. like, it shows them, like, in this house living their life together. Really? Isn't it great? There's a tree house. Yeah. Can you go to the tree house? Yeah. Where is it? It's up by, uh, uh, I forget the name of the ranch, but the ranch that John, you start with John at. Oh, yeah. You know that yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. It's like kind of in that area. That's just south of Strawberry, I believe. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's by Strawberry because I know with John, you go to Strawberry and that's where you find work. Yeah, and yeah. then you build that like weird. You do that all that farm work. Uh, that wrangling that bull was one of the worst experiences. <laughs> I was like, this game's perfect, but this is horseshit. I hate this. Um. Anyways, you should probably move on from Red Dead. I'm gonna play that a little bit tonight. Love it. I just love just exploring, man. It's so fun. Anyways, where were we? Okay, yeah, so they're doing this imperial evacuation order, and then they're just going to fire the dome out after all the imperials. Basically, all the imperials are going to have to return for this evacuation order. So they all return to the base. They're going to lock it down and then shoot into the fucking sky. Sun, yeah. In the sun. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe we Seems missed like a, a critical. Plan. Maybe we missed something critical where they had a good plan about it or they could detonate it at a certain, I don't know. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so uh, we get to Wolf Visago and uh, everybody's favorite, Mart Madigan. Mart Madigan. Madigan, Madigan. <laughs> Matt Mardigan. Yeah, Mad Mardigan. Um, and they are loading cargo onto the ghost. And Mart is like, I have a special mission, this and that. Um, but <laughs> we see Rook, who is still recovering after this battle. and He's, he's, he's just, just hanging out in the wheat. Yeah, he's hanging out in the wheat, licking his wounds. And Rook spots them. Um, and he attacks and narrowly escapes. Uh, I mean, he kicks all their ass. He surprises them. They really didn't have a chance. Speaking of low center of gravity, yeah. it's very hard to tip over. I wonder if him and Zeb are going to collide in part two. <laughs> I wonder if Zeb's feet. Rook's got some good feet, I think, that he could do some damage with, too. So, um, but yeah, so Rook knocks them out cold, but then the white lawful runs in and makes the save. Um, but he narrowly escapes into one of the 
Uh, he's got a uh, one of the Coruscant police cars. Coruscant police cars. Um, so he escapes in one of but those. But one of the wolves headbutts the the glass of the thing too, and like yeah. puts a big dent in it. I almost feel like he would have been better off stealing the ghost, man. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, he sees that white lawful. He stops thinking. Yep. Um. But yeah, so he does narrowly escape the white lawful. Um. So. Our next clip is going to be Rook uh, checking in with Thrawn. They're going to come up with a plan. And then Callus is going to announce the Imperial Lockdown Order. So let's take a listen. The rebels have captured Price. I have no doubt they've used her codes to infiltrate the Imperial headquarters. To what purpose, I do not know. I expected Governor Price to fail, but not so completely. You must get inside and deactivate the shield generator before the rebels lock down the Imperial Dome. And then? Then, wait. I'm already en route. Ezra, we're ready. Callus, you're up. Attention, all personnel. Protocol 13 is now in effect. Report to your action stations immediately. Repeat, protocol 13 is in effect. Hangar 27 to command. Please confirm lockdown order. Command center to all units. The order is confirmed. This is highly irregular. Please repeat sector authorization. Ryder, get ready. Repeat, the order is confirmed. This is ISB Colonel Ularen. I am executing override code Base Gamma Zero. Imperial security? I was unaware ISB was involved. That is the point of this exercise. Then this is a drill? Is it? And do you always question the orders of a superior officer? Oh boy. <clears throat> Proceeding with Protocol 13 immediately. Sounds like they bought it, Colonel. Nice work. That Ryder Azadi is a showman. Really coming in handy, that Ryder Azadi. Yeah, who knew he does voice work, too? Yeah, incredible. Um, so, uh, let's see here. So, um, we get some Imperials returning. Um, Rook is with them. Um, you hear this announcement played out all over Lafal City, and the citizens hear it. Um, we do see some uh, tan uh, conch gal, um, I believe, yep. and that's incredible to see her. Uh, I do love that they reused the Maketh to a character yes. model and just said, well, we'll give her a bit of a tan. So. She's always with us. She's been gone a long time, though. Maybe they're cousins. Who knows? I mean, I assume every single Aqualush we see in Lothal is directly related to Aqualush Bull. Well, naturally, yeah. The Bull family, yeah. All proud Bulls, you know? Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so all the Imperials are returning. Um, Rook arrives with a few uh, citizens here, the announcement. Um, and they get the report that the Dome is secure and all units have returned. Citizens should really take advantage of this. Yeah. Man, I'd be out partying. You know, having a great time. Yeah, or at least put a put something through a target window and I'd start go to, stealing I'd go to shit. old Joe's and see if that dumbass motherfucker was still tending bar or if he returned. <laughs> if he was still tending bar, we could tar and feather him. That'd be great. Um, yeah, so um, 
the plan is that the ghost is going to pick them up after they shoot this into the sky. Um, but as this is about to go down and their plan is going to come to fruition, all of a sudden, here is Thrawn. And the Chimera appears and parks directly overhead of the dome. Um, and Hera's like, we can't launch it now. It'll blow up over the city. Um, that's why I'm wondering, like, you, where is it going? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> telling you, balloon. <laughs> yeah. Just let go of that string. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, Ezra's like, hey, Chopper, page me through to Thrawn. Um, and that is going to be our next clip. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a longer clip uh, because there is some debate about what Ezra is going to do. And uh, let's just take a listen. Chopper, put me through. Walk Governor Price is our prisoner, and we have complete control of the Imperial Dome, with every trooper, pilot, and officer trapped inside. You failed, Thrawn. Leave Lothal, and we might let your troops out before we blow the dome to pieces. Are you quite so They are finished? blowing it up. If you truly wish to save Lothal, Commander Bridger, the only term I'll accept is your immediate and unconditional surrender. Why would I surrender when I hold your entire army prisoner? No, you've simply moved my assets to a safe position, so that I can bombard the civilians of your home without incurring Imperial casualties. Rex, raise the planetary shields! The generators just went offline! Dirty rook. Shield generator powered down, sir. Someone's engaged the manual override at the power terminals. Your shield generator's under my control. Just so that you understand that my intentions are genuine, I shall demonstrate my power. Open fire. Hey, I just starts blasting away. Um, I cut it. There's a lot of shit. Ezra eventually just surrenders. Citizens running for it. See one of those weird skinny T-Athorians running around? I await your arrival, yeah. and make no mistake, come alone. If you attempt any heroics, I will resume the bombardment and destroy your city, and then your friends. Ezra! I understand that you think you need to do this, but... This is what I was meant to do. There's another way. There's always another way. I won't let you go. Alright. If this isn't the way, then what is? Let's see what we have to work with. Charge up the dome's cannon. We'll blow them out of the sky. Easy. Our turbo lasers are no match for that star destroyer. Ezra's standing Even if we away do. from blow him. I do love this part. Yeah. He makes eye contact with Sabine. One last time. And he goes into the vents. Hera. Chopper's the one that opened the vent, too. Chopper gave him a nod. Yeah. And then opened the vent. Over here. We should use the primary schematic if we're going to find a way to raise the shield. 
We need to get down Chopper here and take control of the power terminals. When he returns. Yep. Sabine distracts them and yes, Sabine, Sabine knows and she, you know, they had the conversation earlier on the way there, you know, and it was implied that like he knows he can always count on her. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he is going to turn himself over to Thrawn. Um, we see I do some- love like that whole <laughs> scene was executed very well. Just him yeah. being like, OK, well, if I'm not going to do this, then what? And then it's like every one of them chiming in and being like, well, we can't do this because of this. Yeah. And then them kind of like bickering kind of amongst themselves and using that as a distraction to do what he wanted to do all along. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I liked it. It was a subtle way to leave. It was, uh, I don't know. It was just more well done than if he had insisted on it. For sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, he didn't have time to argue. It was the only way. So. Um, <laughs> that it's it's literally it reminds me of uh, I remember visiting my cousin in Austin um, and she introduced me and Bree to her new boyfriend and he seemed f- like fine enough. He was like a, some dude in a band or whatever. It, but we were like out with them at dinner and we like we're going to go to one more place before like going back to our like hotel. And like the dude kept insisting he was like. Well, no, like just Uber to this last place with us. And then uh, when we're done, we can Uber with you back here and get your rental car and then you can go back. And I was like, or we could just find the rental car now and then drive and meet you at the next place. And then we could just drive right to the hotel from there. And he was like, no, 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 we'll just we'll take an Uber. We'll just j- take an Uber there. and Then we could take an Uber back. And it was this whole like back and forth. And then finally, I was Why? like finally i was like okay cool yep cool and brie was like what the fuck are you doing i don't want to do this is fucking stupid i don't want to do this and i was like no 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 cool no well yeah no i got it yeah that's i I, that's it actually that's actually a much smarter plan like it's cool let's let's get in an uber we can go to the next place we'll just uber back here we'll find our car and then we'll go to the hotel from there cool yeah and then, like, we waited for the Uber to come, and I, like, walked up to the Uber, I opened the door, let my cousin and her boyfriend into the Uber, <laughs> shut the door, and then grabbed Bree and walked around the block. <laughs> Did you still go meet them? Yes, of course! <laughs> but I was like, I'm not d- just arguing about this, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> As they drove away, it was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Just screaming in pain. (laughs) Both hands. Both palms on the window. Why? (laughs) That's wild. Um, Is she still dating this guy? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like an interesting guy. Undetermined. He played the Why wouldn't you all just find the rental car and take the rental car to the place? I don't know. I have no idea. He just really wanted to get in an Uber and then He just wanted to go like now. All right. Well, I don't know. How long did it really take you to find the car? Like five minutes. Jeez. I know. What an interesting guy. Yeah. We got to hear more stories. We should go visit some more. He was a keyboardist. A keyboardist? Yeah, he had cowboy boots on. Oh, really? (laughs) How old was he? It was was in Austin, so... We 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 went and uh, danced the Texas two-step after that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. I went to a strip club in Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the name of it? 
My buddy got married there. It was his bachelor party. Uh, I don't know. It was like on the outskirts of town, and they have this thing in Texas where you just bring your own beer to the strip club. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can just show up with like a cooler full of beer. It. I. All right. Okay. Texas, man. I don't know. So we just brought our own cooler of beer. Um. But yeah, he was getting married down there. Um. How's the strip club? I don't know. Was it fine? Depressing? It was fine. They run the gamut, so. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I'm sure I fell in love. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, so we see some stormtroopers arriving outside of the command center. Um, Ezra lands in the Chimera hangar bay and is then taken into custody. Um, He's brought directly to Thrawn, and this is going to lead us to our last clip of part one. So let's take a listen. It was a wise decision for you to surrender. I didn't have much choice. Oh, nonsense. You could have chosen to let your people die. However, you chose to be a Jedi. Predictable. You follow a long history written by the Jedi where they choose what they believe to be morally correct instead of what is strategically sound. And yet the Jedi have survived. Hmm, the Jedi once numbered in the thousands. What's left are a scattered, frightened lot, mostly beaten and in hiding or poorly trained children like yourself. I must admit, the mysteries of the Force are an enigma to me. But for all those abilities, All the power, the Jedi lacked the vision for how to wield it. The Force isn't a weapon, but you'll never understand that. Oh, I don't have to. It was not my intention to utterly destroy Lothal, but that is inevitable now. These are a few of the artifacts I've gathered from your home world. I saved what I could. I have even taken some of Sabine Wren's work. She's quite talented. Or was quite talented. You think you can take whatever you want? Things you didn't make? Didn't earn? Things you don't even understand? You don't deserve to have this art or Lothal. Who deserves what is irrelevant. What matters is who has power. Something that yet I won't teach you, so I'll take you to someone who will. My Emperor, I have brought you Ezra Bridger. Saying some old My dear it's boy, she. I so wanted to meet you. And here you are at last. He's looking very sheave. Looking very sheave, not so emperor. Yeah. He's in full sheave mode right now on this hollow. He's on a hollow. Um, but I think that's a good spot to leave part one. Yeah. Um I don't, let's let's save our ratings for it's one episode. We can save the ratings for next time. Okay. Um there's no point because I mean, I'm still considering it just one episode. So, yeah. um, but I guess we can do a light side and dark side of part one. That should work, right? Yeah. All right. 
Yada. All right. Light side moment of episode of the episode part one of the episode. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I I don't know. I guess I'll go with the impromptu Melch Chuck. I just <laughs> it worked, I guess. But it just continues to it, it more feeds into my idea that this whole plan was stupid and it's insane that it works. <laughs> yeah, thank God that they had like the insanity of Hondo and Melch along yeah. for the ride, and just the idiocy of the Empire. Yeah, to cooperate with it, I. I don't even like. I don't even think it was a necessary distraction, though. Like it just delayed the inevitable. They would have overpowered. Like it's just weenie officers in there. It's not like stormtroopers or anything. Hey, speak for that that dude with the bucket helmet on. That guy was showing me something. Well, I guess that's a preview of goodhood. <laughs> uh, what's your light side? Uh, my light side was just the Ezra and Sabine stuff. Like him talking to her about, especially after watching Ahsoka. Yeah. Him saying things like, you know, I. I know I could always trust you. And then the fact that like in that moment, she knew exactly what he was doing and she was the one that distracted everybody and let him jump up into the vents. Yeah. So that was very cool. Yeah. The unspoken communication and the spoken communication. Very powerful. A brotherly sisterly bond, if you will, between the two. Okay. Uh, That's your light side moment of part one. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Okay, dark side moment of the episode. Um, I'm gonna go with the, you know, the uh, the bombing of the Chimera, bombing the shit out of our laser turding the shit out of of random civilians, just on random civilians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what kind of evil entity would just indiscriminately just start? bombing the shit out of civilians from the sky you got me it's crazy i mean it takes a real empire to do something like that yeah not good no not good no just don't do that frowned upon yeah you know you can always not do that yeah that's the thing about this stuff you can always not do that they had plenty of stormtroopers they could just send the stormtroopers into lethal and take care of business but Sometimes they want to send an evil message. Well, I mean, you don't even necessarily have to do that either. Yeah. The great John Lennon always said. <laughs> All we are saying is give peace a chance. It, you know what? Call me a hippie and call me a fucking uh, a dip diddy do. All right. <laughs> call me what you will. But hey, man, it's kind of true. Just be nice. Don't. Yeah. Don't, don't hurt people, man. Treat people like you want to be treated. Just respect other people. Yeah. I got. Does it matter if they're Aqualush or Athorian? Yeah, you can you can have differing views, but you don't gotta. I don't know. You don't gotta kill them. No, you don't gotta kill them. We can just, you know, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Is yeah. what I say. That's what that Jesus said. You ever hear of that guy? Probably haven't heard of him. Gandhi. Was it Gandhi? I have one of those guys. I think Jesus was a better guy than Gandhi. We'll sure. go with Jesus. Okay. Maybe Moses. I don't know. Now he was. Uh, We're gonna have to fact check this whole thing. Yeah. Um. We. I really am curious who said the eye for the eye. Well, you got a machine right in front of you. Was it Mother Teresa? What do you think the over under on Jesus is? An eye for an eye. Let's see. 
In Eye for an Eye. Eye for an Eye is a 1996 American psychological thriller film directed well, no, no, by no, no, John no. Schlesinger. Specifically, an Eye for an Eye leaves the whole world blind. Yes. Uh, the passage in Leviticus states, and a man who injures his countrymen, as he has done, so it shall be done to him. Fracture under for fracture, eye under for eye, tooth under for tooth. Just as another person has received injury from him, so it will be given to him. Um, yeah, a lot of that's good a really long way of putting it. a lot of good stuff in Leviticus. Yeah, um, but yeah, put in the rest. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Let's see, it's Gandhi. There it is. Um, but yeah, I've been told Gandhi's a bad guy. Yeah, he's not the best. Not the best guy. Well, he's one of those interesting characters. He stood for a lot of really great things, but also, I think he sided with the Nazis on a couple of things. He did? Oh, India's got some very weird history with, like, the Nazis. Really? Well, because it, it was India, and they were being colonized by the British, so, like... These guys were fighting the, the British. The enemy of my enemy so, is my friend, yeah. basically. Oh. Those fucking Brits. You know what? It, just the moral of the whole story, and I'm surprised it hasn't been learned by now, is imperialism is just bad. <laughs> like, just stay. It's never worked out. Like, just stop. Can we just stop? Yeah. I mean, that would be the, the best thing we could do is just stop. Uh-huh. Just stop. We don't need to put aircraft carriers in fucking anywhere just stop we don't need none of it that actually leads me per- perfect into my dark side moment which is thrawn very very cool bad guy yeah very cool very strategic but during his speech with ezra where he's talking about how he's taken artifacts from lethal at the end of the day he's just a fucking colonist like that's all he is is he's yeah. just like taking artifacts He's interested in them, but he just wants to put them up in his office, and he doesn't really yeah. give a shit about the planet that he's taking them from. So that was my dark side. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. I like it. All right. So those are your dark side moments of the episode. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Always good to see you, Rex. Ragger. Um, what the hamburger shit? Oh, yes. You got to get it up. You gotta get it up, Chibata! Mandy! Mandy! Good morning, Bob Bryan, Gina Gregg. Good morning. You're fired. Bob Bryan, Gina Gregg, you're fired. Go home. Gina Carano, come on the podcast. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Okay. Has Ace chimed in on the uh, strife in the Middle East? Oh, God, I hope not. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't want to know what he has had to say. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he has, though, on his podcast. Oh, I'm sure he's got opinions. He's got opinions. Okay, uh, Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Help me, Danish Prager, I'm being canceled. Okay, Dark Horse Hero of the episode, um, part one. Um, I go, I'll, I'll stick with the Melch theme. Yeah, hey, me too. Yeah, uh, I mean, Melch, he's the obvious Melch choice for part one. one. Yeah, good old Melch. He's a real... Melch is underrated. He's getting a lot of stuff done. He helps out quite a bit. Yeah, I think he got Dark Horse last last uh, last episode too. Really? Yeah. Man, it's so long ago. I feel like we haven't recorded in months. Or wait, th- this is Dark Horse Hero. No, Melch got my number one for power rankings. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Um, all right, so double Melch? No, for Dark Horse Hero, I got a different one. Oh, okay. Sorry. For Dark Horse Hero, I'm going with authoritarianism. Oh, okay. Because it saved the day in this episode. Oh, yes. When Ryder Azadi had to fake those orders. Yeah. And that, that guy questioned him for two seconds and was like, well, wait a minute. Is this a test? Yeah. Or is this part of the test? And then all of a sudden, he just like I got scared shitless, and he's like, "Well, whatever. I just gotta follow, follow orders." So authoritarianism saves the day. Time and again, it has cost the empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just uh, time and again, these fucking dumbasses on Lethal in various places just they just can't smell the bullshit when somebody's uh-huh. stern with them. So, okay, uh, authoritarianism. All right, uh, your dark horse hero. Of the episode and Melch, good old Melch. Um, let's do something a little different for power rankings today. How about it? All right, the Clone Cast presents power rankings. Talk to me. Yeah. Your bass fishing technique is great, Grandmaster. Your bass fishing technique right. is great. So- Power rankings. We're not going to rank characters. We'll save them for the last part, and then we'll have our totals. Um, but uh, for power rankings today, um, we can. I, I, we have a lot to go through in the next two episodes, so I broke them into various uh, <laughs> categories. So I'll just read off a couple of the categories, and we can just sure. you know we'll see if pops Roll up. Through them. I'm going to name the categories first. Okay, so uh, we have the brave category, which features. <laughs> Apparently 27. <laughs> 27 different brave characters. Um, so that's that's the that's the most populated category. The second most populated. Well, no, okay, never mind. Not no. Anyways, this might be the second or third. I'm not gonna count them all right now. But who is uh, it that wrote in a while ago and was like, yeah, I love your guys' podcast. I just don't like power rankings. I think it was Isaac. <laughs> he didn't like the power rankings. Um Okay, so we have the brave. Uh, bracket. Uh, we also have uh, the without sentience. Without sentience features about fifteen. Um, <laughs> we have the what did you really do list. Um, we have the I don't even know list. These are things where I'm like I'm not sure what that is. Um, we have the left for dead list. We have the clone Castanovas list. We have the droids list. We have the shockingly low list. We have the shockingly high list. We have the we needed more list. We have the where are they list. We have critters, real people, the old guard, and then I also have a section that's called the real rankings, <laughs> where, where these were characters that got rankings completely unironically yeah, yeah, yeah. for their actual performance, and that is, it's a total of five characters well no there's more it's 15 but the amount of characters it's like six to one of just (laughs) bullshit that we give away versus the real stuff so adam i don't know let's let's go through a few of these why don't you give us a pick one let's go critters you want critters okay so the number one critter was pergill with six (laughs) pergill gets six Number two, we have a tie. Now, Doom Form got five points. So, 
the spirit of of Caleb Doom. Doom Doom Form Wolf. Doom Form Wolf. Tied with Vision Lothcat for five points. Now, a distinction to be made between Vision Lothcat and Brave Lothcats. Vision Lothcat completely was, different. was not given a Brave title. Completely different. Because there are a lot of critters in the Brave, but they were distinctly Brave critters. So yeah. they go in the Brave category. Okay. Um, then we have Spiders with two. Uh, Morai with two. We have Wolf with two. <laughs> Just Wolf. We have the Big Bongo and in the parentheses Piss Shark with one. <laughs> now here's another interesting Loth Cat. The Weighted Blanket Loth Cat. Um, then we have... Errand boy loth. I just put loth, so I think it's a loth cat, but I'm it, not sure. Yeah. It's got to be a Your guess is as good as mine, man. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I could have put this one in the shockingly low category as well, but it's technically a critter. Uh, it tied with one point with errand boy loth, weighted blanket loth cat, and big bongo slash piss shark. Pus spider. <laughs> Remember the pus spider that just oh, shot yeah. off the ghost? <laughs> It was a good laugh. Yep. It was a good laugh. Um, we should probably get another one out of the way. Um, pick another one. Uh, there's a lot. Let's go shockingly low. Shockingly low. Fenral with five. Oh. Yes. Melch with two. Only two? Only two on Melch. Uh, I think Dark Horse Hero doesn't give points. That no, must be yep. why. Old Joe with one. Only one? And then another famous Athorian, Pipey, with one. <laughs> Remember the little baby Pipey? Yeah. Um, I guess we'll do shockingly high as well. Rook with four. Uh, Mitch Matt with two. Mitch Martigles. Yeah. Yep. Minister Hayden with two. <laughs> <laughs> Al Borlobot with one. Cassius Constantine with one. And Anakin Skywalker <laughs> with one. Oh, man. You can pick another one. You pick one this time. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get... Uh, there's three here that have just one and then one larger one. We'll do that and then we'll move on. Okay. The what did you really do category has one person. Care to wager who it was? No. Ketsu. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I'm supposed to care about this character, but I just never saw it. She looks cool. She's got a yep. cool ship. So one point for Ketsu. <laughs> okay. There is the Left for Dead category, which is Dicer with two. <laughs> or A-Wang Dicer. Yep. Um, and then how about this one? Clone Castanovas. Lesser Zack with one. <laughs> Um, and then we'll do the I don't even know category. We'll get that out of the way. Uh, this is Go Rai, Go Re. It's G O capital, capital G O R E I. It has six points, and I have no fucking clue what it is. What is Go Rai? Is that like a nickname for a character or something? I'm sure it has to be somebody. Go Ray? I truly don't know what it is. Go Ray Star Wars. I I looked it up and it's just like everything I get is gore in Star Wars. I just If anybody knows, what was that? I don't know. Anyways, 
Number second place with three points. Willie? Wild? <laughs> Is that a, it's got to be a droid or something. It's W I L E. Who the fuck is that? Who is that? W I L E. Three got it got three points. I don't know what the fuck it is. I got nothing. With two points, there's no point in even searching for this one. With two points, rascal. <laughs> <laughs> It just said rascal, and obviously one of us gave it two points, or we both gave it a point. I don't know. I'm sure one of us was like, I got to give it to rascal, and then the <laughs> other one was like, yep, me too. It must have been a rascally little droid or something. I don't know, but I can't confirm, so it goes in the I don't even know category. Uh, now we're down to, uh, okay, here's one. With two points, WBDE Kanan 2. Is that like Big Dick Energy Kanan too? <laughs> What's the W for? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, also with two, Grand Inquisitor Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the troll-looking motherfucker, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I couldn't confirm, so it's in the I don't even know. Now we have three more. Now this one's pretty self-explanatory, but I don't know which pilot... This is. It just says AT-AT pilot. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing it was an AT-AT pilot. Yeah. That sounds like a U pick, by I the think way. so. Yeah. Um, then we have CCL. That's all it says is CCL. <laughs> and then finally, we have, and I think we went back to this one when I named it randomly, and somebody corrected us on it. I, I once again don't know what the fuck it is. FT, capital FT, Ugnot. <laughs> I th oh, FaceTime Ugnot, yeah, is that what it is? That's what it was. Why don't I just write down FaceTime Ugnot? I don't know. Did we, did we FaceTime with an Ugnot? Oh, it was! They talked to him on the little comm device when yeah. they go to steal the Y-Wing, yep. right? All right, FT Ugnot. We figured it out. We Different figured one out. Mike Tyson Ugnot. Yes. Mike Tyson Ugnot? Do we have one of those? I don't even know Is that know what anymore. MTU is? Do, is there an MTU? <laughs> There's FT Ugnot. I don't know. We'll get to the rest next episode. I mean, I still have plenty of categories. And we still have the entire Brave fucking category and without Sentience category. Hint, Zeb's feet is in first. <laughs> <laughs> Although they might have a brain in there. I don't fucking know. Um, but anyways. Okay, so that is your power ranking review for part one of Family Reunion and... Farewell. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> 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 Looking hot. Okay. Um, you gonna go see the Eras tour in theaters? No. No. That looks good. You dance in a circle with all the Swifties in front. Devin says he went and he he wouldn't participate in such tomfoolery. <laughs> I 
I don't know. Some theaters danced. Some didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's a toe tapper, though. That's a toe tapper. Oh, it's catchy. Um, okay. Uh, good hood. Who was looking hot? Who was the fashion icon for part one? Um, I am going to go with Callus putting on the old imperial garb again. I uh, took ex- words right out of my mouth. It was a throwback. Callus and big helmet. He did have a good hood. Yep. He had a great hood. You got another hood guy that I thought you were going with. No, that, that guy was making an appearance in power rankings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to rethink that. I just love the big the big fucking helmet. The he does gigantic. have the big boy. Yeah, he's got the he's got the moth wings. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you just seconding I'm that? I'm just seconding that. Right. You look great in that. All right. So we got Imperial Throwback Callus with the big moth hood. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. I don't even know why I hit the button for this. We don't really have to do this one either. Uh, we're going to see the conclusion of this for part two of Family Reunion Farewell next week. So we're splitting up. Uh, I do want to say uh, clonecastpod at gmail.com. Reach out um, if you want to get any last-minute entries into our contest because that's still going. We del- It's delayed until next week. We'll do the drawing next week. It's your last chance if you say anything. Yeah. Just All you got to do, out. you send us your height. And you send us what you'd want under $50. That's it. No, also, draw names. And if you win, a lot of people don't even want anything. They just want to be in the contest. Just I guess. join the Discord. Just yeah, ask join the Discord. We'll, we'll send you the link regardless. Just yeah. reach out. Reach out to us at uh, clonecastbot at gmail.com. We'll send you an invite. You can check on Twitter. I'm not tweeting a ton. I kind of don't feel like shitposting with all that's going on in the world right now. So I've been kind of quiet, I guess, the last few days. So got to do something just, to take your mind off of it. I don't know. But yeah, uh, check out the Discord. Adam will post there one of these days, he swears. So once my left hand starts working again. Yeah, you look kind of like I gotta yeah. do a peck. Yep. Well So it slowed you down quite a bit sending out emails, I guess, right? A little bit. Yeah. You double finger or you do the single index finger? What, for for emails? I mean you got you got those out. Well, I gotta do, do the Ma- middle too. The Mavis Beacon. <laughs> oh <laughs> you do the home row, you do the old classic. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Oh, See, I've developed my own style of typing. It's very loud, very efficient, but it's not the Mavis Beacon style. <laughs> they tried to fail me in keyboarding class, but they're like, Tom, because I was they're always like, do the do the test, you know, for accuracy and stuff. And I wasn't doing it their way, but I was one of the fastest in the class and I was accurate. Did they make you cover up your hands, too? Yes. They put like, a like, piece of construction why? paper. They Velcroed it to cover up your hands. Yes. And I'm just kind of like, why? Yeah. I'm doing it efficiently. At a high word per minute, higher than like everybody else, and I'm accurate. So what's the problem here? Yeah. Why do you care? This fucking education. They, they don't. They never teach you how to brown fucking meat, but they <laughs> tell you how to fucking type like Mavis Beacon wants you to type. It's very true. That's what's wrong with our educational system. Not you enough, should have been not enough meat browning. No, you should have been browning beef in like fourth grade, man. That's a life skill. Teach you how to use a meat thermometer. Yeah. Watch you know. salmonella numbers go into the basement. Yeah, we could have eradicated salmonella by now. We'd be eating the chicken raw. I wouldn't even stand a chance anymore. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. That, we went long. Okay, here we go. Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Send us an email like we just talked about. Close. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. The YouTube thing that we teased. Oh, yes. The thing, the link, the thing. That's coming next episode. I'm sorry, but it's 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 a it's finale. Thing, It'll be worth so. it. So, clonecastpod at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at clonecastpod. Thank you to all of our clonecast and omas. We love all of you. 
we'll see you next time for our last episode for a little while. Uh, until then, may the tendonitis be with you. Frazier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day? Strange world, hoping I could learn a bit about how to give and take.